In the beginning, when God created the heavens and the earth, okay, that's why we have, the earth was a formless void and darkness covered the face of the deep, while a wind from God swept over the face of the waters. Then God said, let there be light, and there was light. And God saw that the light was good, and God separated the light from the darkness. God called the light day, and the darkness he called light. And there was evening, and there was morning of the first day. And from the Gospel of John, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God, and all things came into being through him, and without him not one thing came into being. What has come into being in him was life, and the life was the light of all people. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not overcome it. The word of God to the people of God. Thanks be to God. Got a new setup here this morning, so it's a little bit of a shift of trying to figure out where everything is this morning. But welcome to Good Shepherd United Methodist Church. As, as we begin 2024 and receive together what God has in store for us this year, you've heard in several areas the mantra, much in store for 2024. Your staff and leadership are are claiming this pledge as we journey together into this new year. You'll be hearing more about this this promise as the year unfolds. Thanks for being here at Good Shepherd United Methodist Church this morning. If it's your first time here, welcome to the family. Whether you're online or in the house, please comment if you're online or speak out here if you are in the house. We love having you with us and we appreciate your presence with us. If you're home, folks, and you see some faces that you don't recognize, be sure to offer them a warm Good Shepherd welcome. I'm Pastor Regina, and I'm looking forward to spending this time with you. It was the best of times. It was the worst of times. It was the age of wisdom. It was the age of foolishness. It was the epic of belief. It was the epic of incredulity. It was seasons of light. It was the season of darkness. It was the spring of hope. It was the winter of despair. We had everything before us. We had nothing before us. We are going direct to heaven. We are going direct to the other way. In short, the period was so far like the present period that some of its noisiest authorities insisted on it being received for good or for evil in superlative degree of comparison only. While Charles Dickens wrote these lines in 1859, these same lines could portray the time in which we live today. A time when things are not always what they seem. The central theme of duality is present. The novel, The Tale of Two Cities, takes place from 1775 through 1792, toward the end of the French Revolution. Yet, if we examine our world today, we witness good and evil, hope and despair, redemption and condemnation, resurrection and collapse, love and hate. All scenarios that if we make one choice over the other, we find ourselves moving forward or staying stuck 
our world, our faith community, our lives are faced with opposing choices that only faith and love can defend. Join me this morning as we explore the importance of faith, the significance of love's presence along our faith journey. Today's sermon is meant to challenge us, to make us think beyond the norm. It may connect with some, it may test others. This sermon's purpose is to unite us in searching and recognizing God's gifts to Good Shepherd United Methodist Church in 2024. We have said for almost two years now that God has a purpose for Good Shepherd United Methodist Church. 2024 is the year that we began to discern, take tangible steps, and move forward toward where and who God is calling us to be. As Austin reminded us last week, we, like the wise men, must choose to go, go forward in faith as we journey ahead. Hear the tale of two churches. The first church sat in a rural community outside the city limits of a thriving and up-and-coming community. Its history was rich. Many prominent farmers and, and small business families claimed a membership and ownership of this country church. Filled with smiling faces, boisterous children, and multi-generational families. Their spiritual roots ran deep. They taught life lessons of faith and, and integrity, service, giving back, and hard work. These lessons were not only taught at home, but in the faith community and broader community in which these people resided. Years passed. Challenges arose. Hardships occurred. Families came and went. Children were born and saints went to be home to meet their Creator. This church continued to thrive because their foundation of faith remained strong. Excuses were met with solutions and trials were faced together. Love was a way of life when differences of opinion bubbled up. The second church was just on the other side of town. Same proximity to the growing community. Same rich history, just with differing players. There was enough prominence in this church to balance the average folks who, who claimed membership and ownership in this faith community. They worked hard to maintain their status of a thriving church. This church, too, had its share of smiling faces, energetic children and families with all backgrounds. <clears throat> Maybe their spirituality was a bit shallow and their discipleship weak in places, but, but they made up for these deficits in programming and, and attractive activities. Life lessons were taught, integrity present, mission and service was a focus, and love was present. Years passed. Ch challenges arose. Hardships occurred. Families came and went. Children were born and saints went home to meet their creator. This church, however, found itself declining. It's, it found that its faith wavered when life storms were present. Excuses became reasons and trials became divisive. Love was reserved for those who looked like, thought like, acted like, and lived like those with influence. The first church wasn't perfect, but found its identity in faith. The second church looked good from the outside, but its faith foundation was weak. Both churches had similar pedigrees, faced similar challenges, 
but met with very different futures because they faced trials with a differing perspective. The first one had a faith perspective. The second from a worldly point of view. The differences in their successes and failures came because one looked to their faith and others looked within themselves. Successful churches maintain deep spiritual roots, serve others out of love for God and love for others because God first loved us. Success is defined in many ways, but love and service are prominent where success is found. Love, service, and discipleship are ways of life, not just programmatic initiatives for churches who are successful. This way of life develops and grows because the tale of two beginnings we read in our scripture this morning has its origin in the same place. Our scripture readings are two renditions of creation stories. One found in the Hebrew scriptures, the other found in the Gospel of John. The beginning of each story, however, is God. In the beginning, God. God created. God created life and form out of darkness and nothing. Only God. Word and desire. Light was created, declared good, and life was set in motion. In the beginning was the Word. The Word was God. The Word is Jesus and is present in the beginning of time, in the beginning of God's, uh, John's Gospel. The light that brings life into the world was there in the beginning of time. The tale of two beginnings both begin at the same point as light, the light that overcomes darkness, the light that brings forth life. It is God that connects these two tales of beginnings and, and brings them together into one story, the story of love and light and life. The story that is timeless. The story that is God through the Word that is Christ. The Christ that is the light and life to all. It is our faith in this ancient story that the Word, Christ, was present when the world was created and that nothing was created without the Word. Our faith in Christ, our dependence on His faithful presence, our reliance on His faithful guidance and our craving to be more like Christ builds that faith foundation on which we as individuals and as Good Shepherd United Methodist Church can move forward into the future and can grasp what is in store for us in 2024. Should we simply watch, wait, and anticipate the future like we did during the Advent season if we expect to move forward? No. We must actively prepare to seek and find what God has in store for Good Shepherd United Methodist Church. Your staff and your leadership are seeking, preparing, and excited about what God is directing in the future of Good Shepherd United Methodist Church. You are invited to seek, prepare, and get excited alongside us. Pray about where God is calling you to use your expertise Engage in studies that are offered. Participate in opportunities that arise that will lead us into a future and deepen our spiritual lives. All of us, all of us are invited to step out in faith into a future where God will meet us. May we, like the wise men, follow the light that overcomes darkness, 
the light that is Jesus Christ, the Word made flesh that has moved into our neighborhood. The last line of the tale of two cities says, It is a far, far better thing that I do that I have ever done. It is a far, far better rest than I go to than I have ever known. While Canton made this statement on the way to his execution, he recognized that his final rest in eternity would be better than anything he had ever known. What God has in store for Good Shepherd United Methodist Church is far, far better than anything we have ever known. May we march onward and upward, faithfully claiming God's presence with us as we step boldly into 2024, proclaiming our faith in the faithful one who will lead us into the future. Thanks be to God for his faithfulness. As we claim that promise of God's faithfulness, as we claim God's presence with us as we step into 2024, let us begin that claiming as we feast at the table that is set before us. God has set this table. Good Shepherd United Methodist Church didn't set this table. The United Methodist Church didn't set this table. None of us set this table. God has set this table and invites all of us to come and be filled with God's grace. This is a means of grace, a means by which we can experience God's presence in our lives. So on that night when when Jesus gathered with his disciples and, and he knew his impending future, he flipped that Passover meal for those guys and he said, look, this is different. This is a different meal than we've ever had. He took this bread and, and he broke this bread and he, he gave it to his disciples and he said, Take, eat. This is my body which is given for you. Every time you eat it, do this in remembrance of me. When supper was over, he took the cup. And this was the last cup of blessing and, and there was a ritual that was supposed to be said and done just as this whole meal had been taking place. But again, Jesus said something different. He said, this is the blood of the new covenant poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. Let us pray. Holy and awesome God, we give you thanks. We thank you for calling us into your presence. We thank you for, for being the, for this holy meal, which is just ordinary bread and juice that becomes for us the body and blood of Christ, that we may partake of this meal, experience your grace, and feel your presence and peace. Lord, we ask for your Holy Spirit to come on us here now on, this, on these gifts of bread and juice and help us, Lord, to be your hands and feet in the world that is broken who desperately needs your help. All these things we ask. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Those who are assisting me this morning will come forward.
all are invited to this table. Uh, we will serve by intention this morning, but we also have uh, single serve options and we have gluten free options available for those who need that. But let us come and enjoy the feast that God has prepared for us. Oh, 
Go from this place knowing that God goes before you. Watch for God to do amazing things in 2024. Amen. Go in peace. Go with God. You're dismissed. And when I doubt it, Lord, remind me I'm wonderfully made. You're an artist and a father. I'm the canvas and the clay. And I know nothing. I've been wasted. No failure or mistake. You're an artist and a father. I'm the canvas and the clay. And you make all things work together for my future.